Welcome to the Evolve Leadership Innovation Podcast, hosted by myself, Kim Ford, CEO of Rise Pittsburgh. I'm thrilled to showcase industry leaders and their approach to workforce innovation. Because Next looks different for every company today. Let's learn, grow, and connect as we dive deep into leadership evolution. Let's evolve together. Welcome everybody to Evolve and thank you for joining us. I'm really excited today because I have a very special guest who I know very well from the Pittsburgh market. Evan, thanks so much for joining us. Do you mind taking a moment to introduce yourself and your company? Yeah, sure thing, Kim. Thanks uh, Thanks for having me. Uh, my name is Evan Rosenberg. I'm the publisher of the Pittsburgh Business Times. I'm the guy that uh, Many of you, uh, uh, I spam multiple times a day, uh, probably with our uh, morning and afternoon edition. So thanks. Uh, thanks I, I think you're you're one of the most famous people in Pittsburgh because I think every person in business gets emails from you every single day, and they don't delete those emails, which is amazing. <laughs> right, we, we we appreciate that uh, for sure. Thanks. Um, tell us, you know, everybody's been affected differently from the pandemic. How has the Pittsburgh Business Times kind of how has it affected you? What has changed? Yeah, um, you know, it's uh, like like everybody, it feels like these months, these 14 months and change have uh, gone both very quickly and not so much. I, I remember I feel like all of it uh, uh, very clearly. So um, our offices shut down like many uh, on the 13th of March uh, as things were, were ratcheting up very quickly. Um, for us, we had our annual Women of Influence Awards program. Uh, that was set for the day before, which would have brought, you know, I don't know, 300 plus people together uh, in a ballroom at the Westin. And we made the call that morning to cancel it. That was uh, complicated, to say the least. Uh, and we sent everybody home on Friday, um, not knowing how long we would be out, but but uh, hopeful that the technology would uh, work for us. Um, and here we are, our offices uh, we actually just announced to our staff uh, uh, late last week that we're going to go through a voluntary uh, come back to work program throughout the summer. And then we're still waiting for some final details. But but I think there'll be some sort of hybrid model uh, that goes into effect after Labor Day would be my guess. So No, that makes sense. And, and has there been any type of major pivots? Obviously, you know, a one pivot is the whole working from home and not being together. Yeah. But have you had to make any other unique changes or, you know, changes in general? Sure. Um, you know, it is uh, it's been a fascinating time. I mean, in some ways, our business has been really uh, buoyed by this situation. Right. Readership is up. Subscriptions are up. Engagement with our product is up. Um, there was a period chunk of time uh, there from last March through the summer where advertising essentially, you know, almost dried up. Right. So that was a, a pretty significant problem. That's a that's a big revenue driver for us. And then, of course, the events uh, that we are known for and that we produce, like so many others, we have adjusted and gone into the world of virtual. Um, it took us a little bit uh, to get into that space, uh, but we wanted to do it right. You know, we're. Uh, the Business Times is a part of a much larger company. We have business journals in 40 plus markets around the United States. And so um, we have the benefit of those best practices and seeing what's happening around the country with our colleagues and, and our peers. Um, but 
we also, you know, sort of move very um, cautiously uh, uh, throughout the process. So yeah, we've had to pivot a lot for sure. No, and and what what does next look like? Obviously, in your mind, you're putting together this kind of some type of, you know, throughout the summer flexibility. Not sure yep. what the fall looks like. Um, yep. What about events? Like, what are your thoughts going into the fall? I know a lot of people. At least my calendar in October is absolutely crazy. I go from Nashville to Tahoe to Nashville to yeah. Boston. It's like I don't even know how I'm going to like eat or sleep. But right. um, I, I mean, what are your what do you think next looks like? It fills up pretty quickly, right? Um, so we're still in the process of evaluating that. You know, I think um, to the credit of our staff, uh, to the credit of our uh, participants and viewers and, and sponsors, um, we've done okay, right? Like I would never sit here and suggest that our virtual events um, uh, present necessarily the same way uh, that they do in person. That said, you know, in some of the programs, you know, if we could only fit 250 people or 300 people in a lunch, uh, in a ballroom for a lunch program, now, you know, it's not atypical for us to uh, get, you know, 600 or 700 people to participate. So the reality is, um, I'm sorry, it's garbage day. You hear the garbage truck in the background, probably. Um, <laughs> I am at home today. Um, the reality is we've been able to actually reach more people in that way, but reach them differently. Yes. So what will it look like? I don't yet know. Uh, I would I'm hopeful that we get back to some uh, uh, events in person. But for us, we also need some ramp up time. Right. We need ramp up time to plan and prepare, but to market those events. And so, you know, here we are, you know, coming up uh, quickly on June. It's hard for me to believe that we're going to be doing anything in person before the fall. You know, you know, but but I'm optimistic. I'm hopeful uh, that we'll be able to get back to some uh, degree of in-person events uh, come fourth quarter would be my hope. Yeah, no, no, that makes sense. And I, I think more than anything, business leaders right now are trying to figure out what next looks like. And everybody has, they're in different situations, their workforce looks different, you know, their events look different. And, you know, everybody is talking about the fall, at least what we're seeing. Do you have any advice for other business leaders? Um, any advice that's been given to you or advice that you could provide to others right now when they're trying to figure out what to do? Yeah, Um you know, I think, so let me go back for a second. I, I think what I have learned, right? I, I have been fortunate in my career to have always uh, worked for people who who trusted me. And, and you could say that I earned that trust, but but they trusted me. They were trustful people. And so I, I, I very much um, look at our staff and manage our folks the same way and our managers manage the same way, right? So, um, you know, if people weren't doing their jobs at home, they likely weren't doing their jobs in the office or out in the community uh, either, right? So I tend to take the approach of uh, we're going to treat people like adults until they demonstrate that they can't be, and then we'll we'll adjust. Um, I think what I've learned uh, about our staff, you know, I'm not that long in the job. I'm three and a half years in the job. And if you take out the last 14 months, even less, right? Because because that's been a whole different world. Um, I have I have learned um, of our staff's commitment. I think, uh, you know, I'm not sure that that's advice, but I think what we've all seen is what it is that we have to deal with in terms of uh, our, our teammates and colleagues. 
you know, what their commitment is to sort of the greater goal. I mean, I guess my my advice would be, you know, like it doesn't have to be that complicated, you know. I mean, do do what what you feel is right. Uh, be connected to your people. Be connected to not only your staff but your customers, uh, your clients, the people that you interface with. I mean, that certainly is something we've spent a lot of time doing um, and a lot of time talking about. Is you know, you know, people are available. They have been available. Again, things are going to get really crazy really soon. But um, you know, I think regular touches, uh, touch points. I think re- regular correspondence with folks. Um, have really served us well, I think. Yeah, I was I was at a breakfast coffee meeting with somebody this morning, and uh, which was great because fully vaccinated, you can yep. now sit yep. and have coffee yep. together without a mask. And yep. um, what was great about it is we were talking about having, you know, why doesn't their company and their significant size company have some like rent a pavilion or get a pavilion at the park? Mm-hmm. They have Wi-Fi, at least you know some of them do, and actually have start bringing teams back and having you know a breakfast coffee in the park, and you even bring a chair. And that way people can kind of start that collaboration. But at least what I think you're saying is it's more about a little bit of trust and a little bit of faith, maybe that, you know, this is the time more than ever that you have to trust in the people that you've hired, you know, or, you know, the staff that you have, they're there, they know what they need to do. And this is more than ever a time when you just need to know that they're going to get done what they need to do. And you're going to deal with the same problems you would if they were in the office. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I mean, I think. Look, there's no question that people um, miss the camaraderie, right? Sort of miss being around one another. You know, we've all done the same kinds of things to try to replicate that. You know, it doesn't replicate it doesn't. A- as well, right? No. I mean, right? The Zoom happy hour or the uh, the 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 all staff, right? I mean, they're they're fine and and they've right. served their purpose. Um, I don't think. It is the same. That said, I do think flexibility is key. Um, I think for those companies and those organizations who, you know, I'm an old school guy, right? I mean, I'm not today, but like I'm a suit and tie guy. That's that's how I am. Um, And I think being in the office is critically important. If if a company, if an organization is not flexible, um, if they don't offer uh, that flexible schedule with some boundaries, to their staff, I think it will be harder for them to attract talent and retain talent because I think those who are more flexible will will win the day. You know, yeah, uh, yeah. The just- the workplace has has definitely adapted, and and it's so funny. You know, so many of us, especially in the commercial real estate industry, have seen this trend. Like we've seen it with significant tech firms just providing more amenities, providing more opportunities yep. to make the workplace a place you want to go instead of a place you have to be. And and at least, you know, from our perspective, more than ever, um, providing that flexibility and and making people want to come and be part of this team is going to be more important. And that was going to happen no matter what. This just pandemic accelerated it really quickly. Well, and I think that's right. I think now, not to not to be a shill for the commercial industry, uh, commercial real estate industry, but I think now more than ever, your physical space um, is critical because you want people to be excited to come, right? You yes. want people to be excited to show up. There are look, there are always going to people who 
desperately want to be in the office every day for whatever reason. And there will be on the other side, people who never want to leave their couch. Right. And somewhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but if your if your space isn't somewhere that is welcoming and comforting and exciting to go to, then the, the days <laughs> it's gonna be that, a problem. That, Right. Yeah. It's going to be a problem. Right. Because why am I going to get up and go if I don't have to? Right. I'm no different than anybody else. If there's seven inches of snow. Yeah. You know, like, um, I'm staying home. Yeah. And I don't have a, a super busy morning to be in the office. I'm not necessarily, you know, desperate to get out either. Right. But right. that said, um, I think your space and your environment uh, will prove to be more important than ever before, not less important. Yep. I totally agree. It's going to be interesting to see how this this all shakes out and how companies adapt and what options they provide to their people. And, you know, some of the people we're talking to, you know, we're finding they're not going to provide any options. Like we're going back to work. This is the date, June 1st. It is what it is. And um, I can't wait to see how that works because I'm just not sure that the people are going to be okay without choices. And right. so that's, I think, it's been a huge change. And I think you guys are going to have some amazing stories coming up about, you know, in the future of what has happened and how it has transformed. So, so I'm not, I'm, I'm not quoting him uh, exactly, but a good friend of mine, uh, John Dick from Civic Science, right? Big data company, lots of polling, lots of research. Um, I've heard John say uh, multiple times now, this is, uh, uh, or a variation on, this is the greatest social experiment ever conducted on the entire world. Right. Yep. Um, yep. And I think that's right. Like, I don't think that's an overstatement. I think what what has happened and has transpired will change us and next generations forever um, in a very compressed period of time. And I also think right, this is a bit of a, a, a non-answer. I also think the decisions that are being made today by those folks that you're referring to who are saying you're coming back to work, no flexibility, like the decisions that are being made today may well look very different in three months or six months, That's right? Like right. it's not, you right. know, um, because I think otherwise it's going to be really complicated for a lot of those companies, I think. Yeah, no, very, very true. And I, I think we're going to see that shake out. And I think you're going to see a lot of changes in the workplace and what that looks like and what they want. At least we're seeing it very clearly from tenants in the market that, you know, companies want amenities. They That's want right. outdoor space. They want things that were never like they liked before, but now they've become this significant priority. So right. it's going to be interesting to see those shifts as, you know, the whole, you know, the CDC guidelines are changing. People are considering going back. Some companies are back. Yeah. And it's going to be really interesting, this dynamic, as we watch the rest of the year. And, you know, the whole purpose of Evolve is to really allow business leaders to learn, connect, and grow together. And um, this this conversation is amazing. And I can't thank you enough, Evan, for taking time out of your day. Absolutely. And uh, I look forward to our in-person conversations much no more, though. <laughs> and uh, I just want to thank no you doubt. again for your time. Well, thanks. Uh, thanks for the work that you do in the community. And, and thanks. Uh, thanks for having me uh, today. Uh, we appreciate it. Thank you so much. All right. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us today. Be sure to follow us on social media and let's continue to evolve together. See you soon.